0: Okay. My name is Millie Hernandez, M-I-L-L-Y Hernandez, H-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z, Director for Leap for STEM. What's happened
1: here today at your center, Millie?
0: Okay. So today we were hosted here at the McAllen Elks Lodge um, with a check presentation for from Spectrum and uh, Charter Communications is their, their corporate office. They came to uh, – we were one of three in the state of Texas that were awarded a grant – for their digital education grant, the Spectrum Digital Education Grant, and we got ten thousand dollars for them um, from them. But in in addition, when we had applied for the grant, we applied because we wanted to start a technology lab. So in addition to you know the monies, they also uh, donated. 30 laptops for us to be able to develop this technology lab which is now not only giving us the opportunity to work with the robots that they also funded you know to be able to purchase but give us an opportunity to expand our services to like homework after school homework assistance uh, opportunity for anybody that needs to learn more about the di- digital literacy they just want to get more of the skills and the technology so that is what is happening today.
1: So for the uninitiated that may not have heard of leap for SEM, tell us about your nonprofit.
0: Okay, so Leap for STEM is a small nonprofit that we started in 2018 and the whole purpose was basically to promote STEM education. We saw the need in the valley. We, you know, we really wanted to make sure that we did an impact. We saw how the kids were really hungry for that opportunity and so we just wanted to do our part and, you know, make that impact in in a small way. But, you know, we wanted to do it. And so um, we've only been around for a couple of years. It's not very big. It's small. We're just getting started. But, you know, we have made an impact in the last couple of years with summer camps that we host in the summer here at the McAllen Elks. And they're all inclusive camps. Uh, we also do a private camp for South Texas Juvenile Diabetes Association, which is only uh, type 1 diabetic kids. So it's about 50 to 60 kids. So it's, it's a really worthwhile um, program that we have thanks to our small nonprofit. And we're a small group of board of directors, but we have our hearts in it. And this is what we are giving back to our community.
1: And of course, it, when you tell me that you, you launched in 2018, that's that tells us that you started before COVID and then COVID, COVID just accelerated everything. And, and what you had been thinking that this community needs better STEM education after COVID, and people couldn't get to work couldn't get to school the need was obviously greater everybody Mm -hmm. realized how important this was
0: that is correct we had to expand that because obviously I was actually at the time working with the school district and it was a change for me to have to balance not only my work at home but my kids at home and it was very difficult for my kids to even get onto the online and you know doing the classes so I can see that there was a very big need also in the digital literacy you know developing those critical Mm -hmm. skills and the technology skills to be able to to you know survive you know during COVID and now after COVID you know it's just growing ones are that were during COVID not only do they still need that that digital literacy but they also know, need that social emotional um you know skills because they need to learn how to socialize with the kids now because they were all stuck behind the computer at home and stuck at home right so now this is giving us that opportunity to to not only do stem education but also uh, promote and and uh, push the digital literacy for the kids in the valley
1: So um, I know I remember reading a few years ago where the MSA in McAllen, the MSA in Brownsville, the MSA in Laredo were like right at the top Mm -hmm. for the digital divide. We had we were the least wired. Mm-hmm. Is it still bad, in your in your estimation, or are things getting better?
0: In my estimation, there is still a big need, and I think we're we're doing we're moving forward and we're doing strides to try to to you know to remedy this digital divide, right? But it's still there. We're probably maybe a little bit farther than the beginning stages, but it is still an issue. You know, specifically because we have a lot of rural areas in the valley, and you know, I worked for PSJISD at the time, and I can tell you that it was very difficult for those kids to get internet. So what they were doing, they were providing buses with, you know, internet access and would put them out in the in the community, in the rural area, so they were able to be able to log on to school. So now, you know, we're moving forward. We actually surpassed that challenge. And now, you know, um, cities like the city of FAR that is really working and motive, you know pushing forward in that that initiative. Um, so we are still in a big need. We are probably, like I said, a little bit farther than the beginning stages, but there's still a huge need in our area.
1: So we should tell uh, the listeners that the Elks Lodge is in South McAllen, And I'm, I'm going to say that's important because we interviewed Mayor Lobos uh, um, earlier this year when he had his State of the City. And he said in North McAllen things are pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. people have got access to the internet at reasonably good speeds. But he said on the south side, during, during COVID, like you say, they, they had to send the buses out with a hotspot on top of the buses. Therefore, the parents would... Drive their kids to wherever the buses mm-hmm. are, and they would do their homework in the car and things like that. It, it, he painted a very poor picture. That is of how bad things were in South McAllen. Right. So and you're here. I
0: am here in South in the south side of McAllen. I am actually. I was raised in the south side of McAllen, so to me, it's one of the important things of why I'm in this area to try to you know to provide these opportunities for the kids because we see the need. I grew up with the need. I saw the kids that were here. I have you know cousins and and um, nephews that are live in the south side, and I saw during COVID the issues. So one of the things, yes, you're absolutely right. Um, Mary Lobos, you know, talked about this in in terms of we we I'm um, originally like I said from McAllen, and it's kind of we always say oh well, the north of McAllen has everything, the south side. Is kind of lagging, so we're hoping that the small impact we're doing out of here with the McAllen Elks is going to help the South Side McAllen. So you know, we we are looking um, to want to help the kids here uh, um, and make sure that there's an opportunity. This is why we were interested in wanting to start a technology lab that there were resources for these kids to be able to um, to be able to to use if they need so, if they need it.
1: So is it fair to say you're because you're in the middle of South McAllen, you're at ground zero here for, for improving the digital divide?
0: Um I I could not really want to say because I don't want to get in trouble <laughs> that I said about the ground zero, but we are in the beginning stages. I mean, the south side does need a lot more help. We are closer, of course, also closer to the border, actually, in this area on the, the south side of McAllen. Um, you know, Hidalgo, count, Hidalgo, Texas is not too far, and then we've got the border to Mexico, right? Um, so, obviously, we, we, we just have a very big need.
1: The good news was that Michelle
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Rivera... From the city of McAllen, the assistant yes. city manager was here. Yes, so she will have learned about your group.
0: Yes, she did, and she thought that what we were doing was excellent. We told her we were one of the best kept secrets in in McAllen. We're here in the South Side, and she was very excited. She saw the the the, the kids, the the engagement of the kids, the the happy faces. She thought that we were doing an excellent job. So we were grateful that she was here to be able to see it firsthand, I know that the mayor was not able to be, but he did make sure that he wanted to send somebody to support these you know and support our small nonprofit and show you know what we 're doing um, for his for his city
1: so potentially could you build upon this grant um, pr- donation from spectrum? maybe the city of McAllen would like to invest. That
0: would be great if the city of McAllen would want to help and support our initiative here with a leap for STEM that we're hosting here in the city of McAllen in the south side we would welcome it because we are working really hard to try to make that impact. Right now currently not only are we getting kids from the city of McAllen but we're getting kids from all around the area which means that's an economic impact for the city because the parents come they want to eat here while their kids are or they want to go shop you know in the store so that's an economic impact for the for the city of McAllen, and we are bringing them here to the south side. And not only are we doing that opportunity, you know, the homeschooled uh, organizations that are here in the city of McAllen, they're looking for opportunities because they don't go to school, and they want an opportunity for some STEM education or some digital literacy, and this is the opportunity we're going and we're doing it in the south side.
1: So if the city of McAllen asked you um, to tell to tell them, the leadership asked you, well, what do you do for the students? In, you know, run through some of the key points, the, the key um, initiatives you have in Leap for STEM to help educate the students. Um, you know, on digital skills.
0: Yes. So one of the things that we want to make sure is that we want to get these kids really engaged and interested promoting the STEM education because you know there's a very big need. There is, um, you know, uh, specifically in the females, in the women, and women in engineering, but we are wanting to make sure that everybody gets that um, impact. So we're all inclusive because not only are we working with the regular kids, we're also working with the special needs kids. We have some kids that are artistic, some kids that are Down syndrome, and of course the type 1 diabetic kids. So we're giving everybody an opportunity. We're all inclusive um, nonprofit to give them the opportunity to learn those skills that they're needed, those critical thinking, the digital skills, um, uh, learn about technology. Nowadays, if you don't know technology, you know, it's it's very difficult for you to move forward. And, you know, we want to make sure that they get engaged at a younger age because they're our future, that they, they want to continue moving forward, that they want to go into these careers, they want to go and get the degrees, they either they go to industry-based certification, certificates, associates, bachelors, and it's all back and then they come back and give to the community.
1: But the Spectrum representative was telling us that Also, the need is here, and you will be helping to address this, that older folks Mm -hmm. also, um, there's a sizable part of the population Mm -hmm. that doesn't, that doesn't no. know, know how to use a computer and things like that. That is correct. So you could help educate that them. That is
0: correct. That's another opportunity. You know, as as I mentioned, we're here at the McAllen Elks Lodge, and we are partners with the McAllen Elks Lodge. They gave us the opportunity to host us here. The average age member in the McAllen Elks is 70, so it's kind of a, you know, some of these groups are in need, you know, for some digital literacy. So you see it firsthand? Yes, I see it firsthand. And in the South Side, even people like my parents who still live here, you know, they don't even know how to use a, a phone. They have still the flip phones because they don't know how to use an iphone they don't you know has samsung so the fact that they don't even know how to use the phones much less a laptop an ipad or a computer right so this is where we're we're giving them that opportunity that they can come with this you know technology lab that we wanted to consider
1: so tell us about your ideas for the lab what will happen there
0: so in the in the technology lab that we wanted uh, that we were graciously um, given the opportunity to to develop with this grant and the laptops is we're gonna offer, offer those opportunities offer some homework assistance for some of the kids that they may need um, just if they just want to come and learn you know the adult learners that they want to come and learn about how to use a computer you know we are we have applied for another grant with the spectrum because they invited us to apply again and hopefully we get it and it's up to about fifty thousand dollars but you know we're actually asking for more money to be able to actually hire somebody that can actually run the after-school center for us or give the opportunity for, um, you know, for adults that wants to come in and they just want to learn that we can teach them. So that, that technology lab and the fact that they're laptops, they're movable, right? We can go, but we want a center place where, where, where we can host everybody. And thankfully here the Elks are giving us that opportunity and the South Side is one of the best places that, you know, need this assistance and this is why we're here.
1: One of your colleagues, Mikey, was mm-hmm. telling me you also want to develop a make, maker space? Yes,
0: so we are interested in wanting to develop a maker space or a STEM center. Um, actually, that would be something that I'd like to talk to the city about. We want to do a STEM center um, because that would be ideal not only to be able to do digital. Digital, excuse me, digital literacy or STEM education, right? But we just open it for more opportunities. If we can develop, you know, um, other avenues, we can incorporate other different types of programs. We can even teach them drones. You know, drones is now a very big, big um, uh, thing that is happening. I mean, everybody's using drones. You see them, the, the law enforcement, the city, uh, DP, Department of Transportation, Everybody is using drones. So an opportunity to, to teach them how to use a drone or, you know, that those are different programs we just like to expand. We are really interested in wanting to develop a STEM center that would uh, that include would include a makerspace, and so currently right now that's what we're doing. Working on. And, the, uh, grants.
1: The maker space or the STEM Center, mm-hmm. would that be here in, at the Elks Lodge? I
0: would love to find a location in the city of McAllen, but preferably obviously in the south side. Um, if there's an opportunity anywhere in the south side, um, here the McAllen Elks have been really good. I am trying to convince them to help us develop a, a STEM Center, but of course they're limited in space in their facility. But if there was anything that the city we might be interested, I would be more than happy to sit down and have those conversations with them because we're looking, really wanting to develop a STEM Center.
1: We, and you also had a representative here today from Senator Hosa's office, so that was important for you, and our county judge. That is correct. Judge Cortez.
0: Yes, as you know, county judge is doing really a lot of work with the Prosperity, prosperity Task Force that he's doing, and so I, I, this was giving him an opportunity to see how we're working with the little ones because, as he mentioned, you know, we're investing in the future because this is the future of our community. And so, yes. But you know, he, both he
1: and Michelle from the city said you're probably the best kept secret yes people don't know about they do group. not know
0: about us. I know we I we have not uh, really made a lot of noise we try we're really trying to establish ourselves as a small you know with the foundation um, obviously this is something we do on the side we all have our own jobs you know but if the fact is that we could be able to do this full-time believe me it would be like the best thing we could do but and judge
1: Cortez great. was very impressed
0: um, judge Cortez was very impressed he loved to see the kids he's he loved to see the engagement and like like I mentioned, what he's doing right now with the Prosperity Task Force to wanting to make sure that he incre- you know, helps his community to get them out of the poverty levels. This is an opportunity that he's seeing that how we are trying to make sure that we get the younger ones onto the right path, and they break cycles. You know, and they want to m- make sure that they want to move forward, get an education, succeed, get a better livable wages, you know, and, and establish a better, better way of life.
1: Well, Millie, we've learned so much today about your your non-profit and and what you're going to be doing with this um, check uh, presented to you by Spectrum. Is there anything we've missed, anything else you'd like to add about uh, the work you do here?
0: I just want everybody to know know, that um, we just want to give... We just want to make that impact. We want to give back. We, you know, it's a small effort that we're doing, and any anybody that wants to participate, collaborate and assist, support financially, we will take it. That's why we're a nonprofit. We don't do it for the money. We do it to make that impact in in, in our kids in the future. Um, I can tell you that I used to when I started looking into STEM education about maybe 11 years ago. My son was really interested in math and science. He really didn't have where I could send him to at the time. He is 22 years old now, and I've. Been been doing this for about 12 years now um, and so now we have that opportunity so the kids that cannot afford it we are given that opportunity we can give them scholarships we offer these grants allow us to open this for this kids, so they don't have to pay for this the services and, and we're here we just want to help we want to make sure that they, they, they get engaged STEM education is important digital literacy is important we are not being able to move you know we we look up everything on our phones now, or our computers, or our laptops. So we want to make sure we give those kids that opportunity, those resources, and those skills.
1: Millie Hernandez, Leap for STEM, thank you so much for today's interview.
0: Thank you, Steve. We greatly appreciate your support.